What's going on, Hogs? Welcome to the first Hail to the Redskins podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Derek Meyer. Uh, thanks for listening, first off. Um, this podcast is something I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, I love talking about football just like everyone else. And I wanted to do something that uh, you don't get from, you know, like the Chris Cooley show and things like that. Someone who can say the things that we all want to say, like uh, why the fuck is Bruce Allen still employed by the Redskins and in FedEx Field? Why hasn't that guy been just run out of Washington? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. If you do, give me a call and uh, give me some info, man, because I'd love to hear about it. I just want to do something that people listen to. There's a lot of hate out there against the Redskins. There's a lot of inner turmoil with our fans, you know, about people like Kirk Cousins haters, Kirk Cousins lovers, all that kind of stuff. And I want to talk about it. I want you guys to be included in that as well. Um, so I know you guys liked that last night. I know you liked it. That game with the Rams was outstanding. It feels great to get a win. Uh, everyone's a little mad after losing the Eagles when we beat them the last five out of six times we've played them. So that was rough, but looking good yesterday, really looking good. Uh, we can recap here. I got, uh, some stats from the game. Uh, it was a 27, 20 victory in LA against the Rams. Uh, offense looked a lot better than we did against the Eagles. Our consistency still quite isn't there in the passing game, but the run game was there, and that's what I, I really liked. I don't like Jay Gruden tends to abandon the run very quickly, but we kept at it. Even with um, Rob Kelly going down with that rib injury, I have a little bit more of that later on, but 27-20 victory over the Rams in which we had the lead and we maintained the lead the whole time. Our defense really is picking it up. I personally wanted uh, Wade Phillip as our defensive coordinator, but we didn't get him. We got Jay, uh, Greg Manunsky, who is looking to be a step up over Joe Barry, which is not hard. Joe Barry is terrible, and I have no idea how he got the job. I kind of want to be a fly in the wall during that interview where you come in and tell a team – that your only experience as a defensive coordinator, the team went 0-16, and, and they're like, oh, sh- yeah, welcome aboard. Firm handshakes all around. I, I'm, I, I don't even know. I can't even begin to comprehend how that happened. But I digress. Let's get back to the stats here. Um, Kirk Cousins, 18 of 27 for 179 yards and one touchdown. That touchdown was to Ryan Grant. That was his only reception of 11 yards for a touchdown. But Damn, was that a dime of a pass. That was a perfectly executed play. It was fantastic. It was great out the gate. Just absolutely fantastic. Um, Rushing yards, rushing attempts. Rob Kelly, 12 of 78 for zero touchdowns, but his longest run was 20. His longest run was 21 yards. Wow, he put the team on his back that first half, man. Rob Kelly, I think, is an improvement over Matt Jones, uh, but I don't think he's necessarily our. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's like the best running back we could get, but he is good, and I value him. And he did fantastic. Chris Thompson did an amazing job as well. Uh, three attempts for 77 yards, two touchdowns. His longest was 61 yards for a touchdown. Man, that that's insane. Uh, P. Ryan uh, started out a little slow picked it up but he's looking good i'm expecting and looking forward to great things from him i think he'll be a great bolster this offense and i think long term i'm hoping that he will be 
our answer at running back. I'm hoping he will be the guy that we need that just puts this offense over the edge. Uh, Kirk Cousins, personally, I feel he's the best quarterback that we're going to find. Um, I'm not opposed to replacing him, but you got to get someone better than Kirk Cousins. And, and right now there's no one out there. I don't want to hear Tyrod Taylor because uh, what's he doing now? Nothing. And I super don't want to hear Andrew Luck. That's something I was reading in the forums last week. Uh, no, guys, no. He's paid way too much already in contract uh, for what's he doing. He hasn't been good since his rookie year. I mean, he's – yeah, I don't – I don't see that there. Uh, you know, I, I, if we're going to pay someone that kind of money, uh, or good money, make it Kirk Cousins, man. He's he, What has he done wrong for Washington? I'm not saying he's perfect, but keep him keep him around. Uh, let's get back to, a, to the stats here. Uh, Jordan Reed, on the receiving end of things, uh, six receptions for 48 yards. His longest reception was 16. Left the game with an injury. Uh, I'll get onto the injuries later, but I, I hate to see that. Jordan Reed is such a talented player, but he always seems to get hurt. And I just I wish he could maintain and be healthy because in my personal opinion, he is one of, if not the best, tight end in the league. Bar none, I think he is fantastic. He's a matchup nightmare for defenses. He's just all around an amazing player. Uh, Jamison Crowder yesterday, four receptions for 47 yards as long as 21 Crowder never ceases to amaze, man. If, if he gets the ball and he's got a lane, that boy has some speed. He will put the burners on, and he will win football games. He will put points on the board. Terrell Pryor, on the other hand, god damn, can that kid catch anything, man? Two, two receptions for 31 yards as long as 23. Man, he's dropping so many passes in these first two games. It's ridiculous. He, I mean, if he, he dropped a touchdown pass last week against the Eagles. That's annoying. Drops a couple good passes. What's going on here, man? Uh, he's, you know, I know it's the second, uh, his second year really as a receiver. I know he had some prior experience, but, you know, he had a terrific year last year with really no-name quarterbacks. I mean, the best quarterback on that roster was RG3, and, you know, where's he? Yugoslagistan trying out for a football team? I, I seriously read that. He's somewhere crazy like Ukraine trying out for a football team I digress so um I just want to see him catch ball if if him and Kirk Cousins can get into a rhythm um and Kirk Cousins can get the passing game to where it was last year when it was hot I've, I said this at the beginning of the season Kirk Cousins seems to take about two games for him to really find his rhythm settle his feet get comfortable in the pocket before he starts unleashing and dominating like he does uh, hopefully we'll see that against the Raiders. Hopefully our passing game can pick up because if our running game can be the way it is and our passing game can be what it has the potential to be, mixed with this defense, this is a damn good-looking football team, guys. It's going to be hard-pressed to uh, you know, find someone that is going to just dominate us, and that's something that Washington is used to is we have these games where we just get dominated, and it's been a long time since we've had a football team actually come together and getting all the pieces together, and it's all clicking. And I think that we can do that. Uh, I keep getting sidetracked from stats, man. That's, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Chris Thompson, three receptions, 29 yards, 15 as long as. Vernon Davis, one reception for 13 yards. Vernon Davis, another great player that's just always reliable. Uh, Ryan Grant, man, the touchdown, that perfect pass. Uh, one, one attempt, 
one catch for 11 yards. That was pretty good. Um, our defense, though, our defense put in work, man. Uh, Zach Brown with eight tackles. Josh Norman with five. Kendall Fuller with four. Schweringer with four. Uh, Foster with t- three, with three assists and an interception. A clutch interception at the time we needed it most. He stepped up, made the play, took advantage of a mistake by Jared Goff, and won that game. Hands down, my hat's off to you, man. Golf claps all around. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, man, forcing that fumble. Dude, that was the brilliancy. That was a composed player knowing what to do at the right time. He slapped that ball out of the hand before he made the tackle. Uh, I mean, it wasn't recovered, but, hey, that's that's better than nothing, you know. Still put them in fourth down, and they had to uh, do what they did. That was, uh, it was good. It was good. Our defense, I can't, I cannot say enough about our defense. I will say this: our third down efficiency needs to be a little bit better. We're five of 38 percent yesterday. Um, we kind of keep putting ourselves in these holes, and I'd like to see that improve. I think that'll improve with the run game, and like I said, when Kirk Cousins kind of gets into a rhythm, uh, that's the one thing I'll say about Kirk Cousins: he needs to get in that rhythm quicker. Uh, last season, it took him two games. It's looking like it's going to take him two games again this year. I want to see that consistency right away. You know, that's if you want to be that top tier quarterback, get paid that kind of money, then you can't you cannot afford to be a little bit slow on those first two games. I'll give you the offensive line is having some struggles, but you know, you've got to get to that that what you're known for, that quick release, that accuracy. Just get get back into it. Uh, I mean, man, if Kirk Cousins could play every game like he did last year against the Packers. Oh, man, that was such a phenomenal, such a phenomenal game. Um, let's go into uh, things we can improve on. Um, run game could get better. It's on the right track. Uh, the passing is the only thing I really have a problem with. The passing game, we need to just get into that rhythm, get in that, you know, that zone, get Terrell Pryor and Kirk Cousins on the same page. A couple little mistakes of just uh, miscues and things like that. But other than that, the improvement is there, and I'm seeing good things, and I am looking forward to it. It'll be a tough week next week against Oakland, but we'll see what happens. It'll be a very telling game, in my opinion. If we lose to the Raiders, I want to see some improvement. I, you know, if we get blown out by the Raiders, and that's kind of going to say something, but if we play the Raiders and we're keeping that a tight game and it's close, or if we win – you know that that's nothing but good news for us as we head on to Kansas City to play the Chiefs and see what Alex Smith and Travis Kelsey can can do there. Uh, let's go to the injury report. Let's see how things were looking yesterday. It was kind of tough. Um, we had some injuries. Uh, we're kind of slow, kind of lacking now at safety, especially without Sue Cravens. But um, yeah, Rob Kelly had some rib cartilage. Uh, Jordan Reed had a chest sternum contusion. Josh Norman has an AC sprain, AC joint sprain. Uh, Mason Foster, let's talk about that guy. Dislocated his shoulder, snaps it back in place, and uh, goes back into the game. Dude, what an animal. An, an absolute animal. Core leadership, never given up, man. That guy is living some values and bringing uh, some toughness to this defense. And uh, I can't I can't say enough about him. Right tackle Morgan Moses has an ankle sprain and a soldier sprain. 
Um, he's also day-to-day. I believe everyone there, Jordan Reeb, Rob Kelly, Josh Norman, Mason Foster, Morgan Moses, those guys are all day-to-day. Uh, but we'll keep you posted, obviously, as we hear hear more from them uh, in the week to come. Player talk, man. Let's, let's talk about the players here. Kirk Cousins. I know there's a lot of you haters out there, man. There is a lot. Uh, find someone better. That's what I'm saying. Find someone better. I don't think right now anyone out there is better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, I don't want to hear Colt McCoy because Colt McCoy is trash. And only thing anyone can ever say about Colt McCoy is like two seasons ago when he came in and we won against the Dallas Cowboys. But I'm going to tell you, if you watch that game and you honestly look at it without a biased perspective, you will see the Cowboys lost that game for themselves with bad play calling at the end of the game. Just terrible play calling. They were getting huge yards off the run, and they decided to let Tony Romo throw the ball. Uh, I, I don't know why they did that. That was, that was dumb. But Colt McCoy is not the answer. He's not that good. If he was good, he'd be on a team starting somewhere. Okay? He would. You know, it, quarterbacks are scarce. No one's just going to, you know, someone would have made a trade for Colt McCoy. Okay? He's, stop it. Just stop. Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback right now that is available for us. And if you don't think so, and you've got something to say besides Colt McCoy, Tyrod Taylor, and Andrew Luck, uh, give me a call. Give give a call into the podcast, man, and I'll I'll play it and we can talk about it. But I, I honestly don't think there's anyone out there. I feel like a lot of Redskins uh, fans think there's like an Andrew Luck just sitting on a bench with a phone in his lap waiting for a phone call. When I say Andrew Luck, I meant Aaron Rodgers. Andrew Luck's terrible. Uh, I feel like the Redskins fans think there's – and Aaron Rodgers just sitting on a bench somewhere with a phone in his lap waiting for a call, you know, like Kurt Warner or something. But it's not going to happen, guys. It's not out there right now. We're going to have to play with what we have, and that's Kirk Cousins, man. He wins football games. That is the most important thing I think you can do, and that is actually win the games. It's the first time in, in a long time that we've had back-to-back winning seasons. I guess we had the tie last year. But, I mean, if we're going to look at this honestly, and if we have – a defense last year that was competent and was something more than a bunch of wacky, waving, arm-inflatable tube men, we, we win a lot of those games. I mean, it's very rare that you're going to throw for 432 yards with four touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys and somehow lose. That's because our defense couldn't stop a paper bag blowing in a wind from getting in the end zone. And that it's sad to say, but this year, defense is looking a lot better. Those problems will be rectified, and we will be on the right track. Um, Pryor's catching ability, man, it's got me concerned. It's got me really concerned. We're paying some good money for him to drop a bunch of passes, and that's just ridiculous. As NFL, you're starting quarterback. You're a 1,000-yard receiver last year. Plant your feet, keep your eye on the ball, catch it, and then turn to run upfield. I know your Pryor is real good at yards after reception, but you have to catch that ball first. And I would rather get a six-yard gain than you drop the ball trying to get an extra 13 or something. So just slow down, catch the ball, get in that rhythm with Cousins, and do what you guys can do, man. The, the talent is there. The skill level is there. It just needs to click. It just needs to utilize. Um, an update today uh, on Sua Crevins. The Redskins uh, released a statement on him. Uh, and I quote, today, the Redskins have officially placed Sue Cravens on the reserve left squad list. In accordance with the NFL Constitution and bylaws, 
Sua will not be permitted to return to the club for the remainder of the 2017 NFL season, including the postseason. We sincerely hope that Sua uses this time away from the club to reflect upon whether or not he'd like to resume his career in the National Football League in 2018. To me, that sounds a little harsh. Um, I think Sua does want to play. I just think he's got some things going on in his personal life. Whatever that may be, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, I also think the Redskins are doing the right the right thing by giving him the time he needs to figure that out. Uh, I think that is awesome. There are some things at the end of the day that are more important than football. You know, family and family is the most important thing out there. And I I hope they're doing. I hope that he's able to overcome those issues and come back to playing football, which is something that we're led to believe that he loves to do. So. My half of Redskins, the Reds, all the Redskins fans out there, I hope you get your things taken care of and get back, man. We'd love to see you on the field. Um, let's talk about the games yesterday. <laughs> Everyone's got to be happy the Eagles and the Cowboys lost here in a little bit. We'll see uh, whether or not the Giants can pull it out tonight. But that's awesome. Uh, I always love when the Cowboys lose, especially when they get exposed like they did by that Denver team. Man, that was that was. That was awesome. The Eagles got just truly dismantled by the Kansas City Chiefs, which was fantastic because Eagles fans are all in an uproar after they beat the Redskins for like the first time in two and a half years. Uh, but that, <laughs> that was great. Um, let's go to what I call Twitter trolls. Um, there's nothing better than me than the tears of NFC East rivals as their team loses and they turn to try and trash the Redskins. Uh, like, you know, I don't know, like their teams are good or something. But, but let's just let's just start that here. Let's, uh, let's let's talk here with a couple of these tweets I found on the Twitter sphere. Uh, Corey said, LOL, Redskins fans trying to act like they know what's going on with the Cowboys. Uh, we do know what's going on with the Cowboys. You guys are overrated and have inflated egos like you do every year you win one game and you think you're going to the super bowl you can't have an honest eye on a team and realize that uh you know if you stop zeke because zeke is good then your offense can't do anything des bryant is getting old and he's not nearly the receiver he used to be while he thinks he's still really good but yet every time he plays josh norman he's completely fucking shut down so uh yeah yeah let's get out of here kid that's terrible um Redskins fans like whoever beat the Cowboys get out of here. Yeah, we do. The the Cowboys are our biggest rival. I mean, it's in Cowboys and Indians, man. Washington, Dallas. Redskins, Cowboys. It's a big rivalry. It's typically the best Thanksgiving game around and there I mean there are rivals. Do we you know, I, I can't say any more than that if of course we like whoever beats you. You should like whoever beats us. It's a point of a rivalry. Uh, this guy says, I see Redskins fans on my timeline talking shit. Shit about my Cowboys. Are you all even going to make it to the playoffs this year? All right. You can't say anything when you guys haven't made it to the playoffs minus last year for quite some time and the Packers blew you apart they made you look like you're a high school football team and you're gonna sit there talking about the Redskins come on man get out of here just ridiculous uh the Cowboys will most definitely win the division Giants Redskins Eagles all weak teams you're weak 
<laughs> oh my god, I gotta love their enthusiasm, but they're really just like an angry retard in a corner with a stick, dude. These Cowboys fans are something else. Uh, yeah, keep talking, man. It's it's week two. We don't know who's gonna win. I mean, you guys beat the Giants, who last year also dismantled you, and you're gonna sit there and act like you guys are Super Bowl bound. Cowboys fans, I noticed, are a lot like Nebraska Cornhuskers fans. They can't get out of the 1990s. They're just stuck thinking that they're the team they were over a decade ago, and it is hilarious. Uh, where's the people talking about? Oh, here we go. The This guy on Twitter, Trust the Not a Critic, says, Why Redskins fans acting like they didn't get that? They ass beat by my Eagles last week, GTFO. All right, well, first off, go to the little kid table because you're not allowed to talk in this conversation. Uh, you've won one out of six games. I mean, you're one in five against us in the last two and a half going on three years. Get out of here, man. And, you know, stay at your table until you have a ring, okay, Eagles fans. And I don't talk about the ring that your beer leaves on your table when, you're, when you have, don't use a coaster. A, a Super Bowl ring, all right? Get, get out of here. I mean, we're – Jesus Christ. I can't even – Handle you guys right now. Stop. Eagles are not that good. Carson Wentz is potentially going to be a good quarterback. But damn, this stop talking. Guys got dismantled yesterday. Uh, this guy, Bird's Baby 1-1. One and one. The Redskins are one spot ahead of the Eagles in the new power rankings. What a joke. Well, let's see. You guys beat us by a decent margin. Not much. Uh, then we beat the Rams by a decent margin. While you guys proceed to get the absolute shit kicked out of you by Kansas City. Stop. Just stop it. And was that a home game? You guys lost like that at home? That's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Uh, Redskins getting run through next Sunday night. Well, all right. Eagles, this guy is Eagles AO1SZN. That is a different type of bitter, dude. You are so mad that your Eagles lost and the Redskins are above you in the power play that you're looking into our schedule to see who we play next, hoping for a loss. Well, I hope... I hope we uh, we just make you look like a fool. I I, I get out of here. Uh, those two teams, Redskins and Cowboys, got the most iffy so-so fans, bro. LOL, and I can say that because I don't like either. Well, what do you mean by iffy and so-so fans? I mean, do, if you're a Redskins fan like me, you are loyal till you die. I I grew up in a family of Redskins fans. That's how I got into football with the Redskins. I have tried when I was in high school and the team sucked and I was so tired of mediocrity. I wanted to go to a different team. I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried watching other teams. I couldn't. I am. I bleed burgundy and gold, man. And that I, I feel that is a majority of Redskins fans out there. You can get as mad as you want that we haven't been good since 1991, but you're still, at the end of the day, on Sundays, you're throwing on that burgundy hoodie. You're throwing on that Redskins gear. It is HTTR till we die, boys. I know that's the way it is out there. Uh, that's kind of all I got for Twitter trolls today. I mean, I know there's a lot out there, but it's comical, man. It is comical. The hate is so strong. Uh, but, man, let's, let's see how the Eagles do tonight. Um, let's go to some upcoming predictions. Let's talk about next week against the Oakland Raiders. That's going to be a tough game. Oakland's looking like a good team. They did really well last year until they lost Derek Carr to an injury. Um, 
But like I said, it'll be a very telling game because if the Redskins can compete against the, the, the Raiders, that shows that that game yesterday wasn't a fluke. You know, it wasn't just a, a bad game. That the Redskins are going to be there. And I think if Kirk Cousins is settled in it, like I said, it typically takes him, I feel, two games to really settle in and start doing what he does. Dude, it's going to be a different story, man. If our passing game is on point, our run game is on point, and our defense keeps playing to the caliber they're playing, if not better, because I think they improved uh, over last week when we played the Eagles to this week. Dude, it's going to be a close game. Um, if I want to say realistically what I think it's going to – or if I want to – let's go off – we'll go off my bias – my bias here. I think it'll be 28-21 Redskins uh, for the win. But if I'm going to go off realistically what I think it is, I am going to give I'm going to give the game to the Raiders and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be 20 to 14. Yeah, I'm going to get 20 to 14. I think they'll score two touchdowns and get a couple field goals, and we'll score two touchdowns. Uh, you know what, maybe I'll give us a field goal in there and put it 17-20 for the Raiders. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but I think realistically, I think that's where we're at. But that's, I mean, I know we're all hungry for that win. We, we really want to win. We want to see this team be what we all know it can be. Um, but I'd say if we lose that game to that, that close by a small margin like that, that's nothing to scoff at. I'm, the shows we're making improvements. You know, last year the games that we lost, our defense was damn near the ones losing that for us. I mean, I know Kirk Cousins, a couple of those games threw some bad picks, but it, our defense couldn't stop anything last year. And this year they seem to be doing a damn good job of keeping us in ball games and giving our offense. Uh, right now the defense is carrying the offense. I'm not gonna lie. Last year our offense was carrying the defense, and what we needed was just defense keeping us in games, and our offense to put the games away. So hopefully we'll get that. But uh, that's my prediction for next next week. I'm saying, uh, you know, realistically, Oakland's gonna take it by about three points. But uh, I hope that we win by a margin of seven or more. Because that would get people talking about the Redskins. That would get them realizing that uh, we are a good team and that we're here to play because no one ever gives us credit, and I think that needs to change. Uh, that or everyone will just say Oakland had a bad game, which is more realistic what we're going to hear. But anyway, um, like I said, if you guys have any comments, concerns, suggestions, uh, go ahead and give me a call, man. I do this through Anchor. You can call in, leave a message. I'll play it, and we can discuss what what you guys have to say. I want to hear it. Other than that, thank you guys for listening and uh, I'll see you guys next week.